Hey listeners, are you ready to get wet? And I mean wet from the inside with our good friends at Liquid IV. Heard of them? Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. And their hydration multiplier is one product you're missing in your daily routine. Get ready to be routined and be full of liquid. Boy, are you gonna piss. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins. I'm talking B3, B5, B6, B12, B52s, rock lobster, and vitamin C. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of your normal water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than normal water alone. Get your water dusted so you could feel full of liquid with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Vitamin water? More like butt water for idiots. It's made from premium ingredients. None of this cheap shit. It's got non-GMO and it's free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Diarrhea free. Liquid IV believes that equi equitable, can't even speak it's so good, access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Me, I just use it when my tummy's bad from having a hangover. My head hurts. I drank a bunch of beers. I had a good time. Let's keep the good times rolling with Liquid IV. Get sticked. Get dusted in your water and feel good. More importantly, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use offer code DITTOS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DITTOS at liquidiv.com. the pippy, the pip, pip, hop, and you don't stop the rock, into the bang, bang, boogie, say up, jump, the boogie, to the rhythm, to the boogie, the beat. Welcome to Daycare Nittos. Yay, that was great! <laughs> that was really hard to say, and I, I, uh, I was trying to do it at, at decent speed, but, uh, we're, we're talking about hop hip today, so when I think about hop hip, I think, I think a hip, a hop, a hip, a hippie, pippy, pippy, pippy. And you were right when you said you can't stop the rock because yeah. he is the rock bottom, the people's elbow. He's got a lot of good moves. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't know. He seems like a big dude. I don't think I could stop him. His name's Dwayne. Yeah. You can't stop a Dwayne. You cannot stop a Dwayne. That's the first rule of Dwayne's. That's why they invented Wayne's because they're stoppable. Because they were like, let's, let's take away a little bit of the power of the Dwayne. And they just made Wayne. Speaking of uh, wrestling, do you know that Hulk Hogan has a vape now? Does he? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised and not surprised. Yeah. What is it called? It's... Does it have a silly name? Oh, man. Uh, let me look it up. Hulk Hogan vape. Oh, so does uh, Mike Tyson, by the way. Those are called the heavyweights. 
Well, Mike Tyson also has uh, those gummies, those like edibles that are ear, bloody ear shaped. Yeah. yeah. Such fun things we have in this uh, yeah. future world of ours. Uh, they're just called the Hulk Hogan Hulkamania 8000 Disposable or the Hulk Hogan Hollywood 8000 Disposable. Ah, so one's his NWO run. <laughs> I don't know anything about wrestling. Well, you know that Hulk Hogan has a vape and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. What flavor is it? Sweat? Misfortune, <laughs> probably probably a uh, blue raz ice. That's what all of them are. Blue raz ice. Yeah, is that like a, a blueberry icy? Yeah, the most. This is getting too close to shop, but uh, I <laughs> I buy vapes for a living. I assess their uh, the the needs of all all vapes in the area, and uh, blue raz ice, uh, mint flavors. Um, Watermelon flavors, strawberry watermelon or watermelon ice. Um, those are all always at the, the tippy tippy top. Um, they have coffee flavor. They do have coffee flavors. They got what's like a do they have like nicotine flavor, like a cigarette? Yeah, they got uh, tobacco flavors. Yeah. Some states you can only buy tobacco flavored vapes because of uh, flavor bans. Why are there flavor bans? They taste too good. This so that kids don't get uh, hooked on phonics. (laughs) They're also uh, nicotineless and flavorless vapes. So it's just like all the bad stuff for you. Yeah, it's just the heavy metals and propylene glycol. Yeah, I prefer to just huff um, uh, bug spray. (laughs) Yeah. I prefer to just uh, put my mouth up to a, a toaster that's burning cotton. Just an open butt and let it fart deep <laughs> into my eyes and throat. It's Hop Bip. Yeah. It's the Hop Bip episode. <laughs> Guys, we're very excited to bring you Hop Bip this week. Uh, I mm-hmm. know that we were trying not to spoil what our thoughts and feelings were on Hop Bip, but I'm pretty sure that uh, all of us are going to be 100% positive. Oh, hop yeah. it on the top train. It's a good one. The I... Hippie hoppy is tippy toppy. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think we'll talk too much about it competitively, but... Uh... Oh, we will. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we might not be so positive in that section, but... Uh... No, jump off is really good. Really? Yeah. What can't this Pokemon do? Everything's good. All around great Pokemon. Unending positivity. Yeah. I'm in love with it. I use it almost in, in every game I can. I usually end up with a Hoppip. I, it was definitely one of the Pokemon where when Gen 2 came out the first time I saw it, I was like, yep, that's on my team immediately. Mm-hmm. That's adorable. Time to have one of those. And I showed everybody before we started recording um, but I have my little Hopip Mega Bloks character next to me that I built. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, they're these like little Pokeball Mega Bloks. Is it Mega Bloks? I, I think, think it's it Mega Bloks. Yeah. Um, and you could just assemble tiny little Pokemon that fit inside the Pokeballs. And I have a Hopip, um, and I have a Togepi, and I sent a previous guest Frostwad a Mime Junior. 
and they come in different types of Pokeball balls. You can get like uh, Safari balls and stuff. They're they're kind of cute. And I have a little hop hop up next to me, and I call it Hapipo. Oh, that is so adorable. I love that. Peepo. Yes. <laughs> I call my dog Peepo, so it, it works. It fits. The next time I have a hop ape, I'm naming it Peepo. Aww. Peepo's the best. Aww. Yeah. Sarah, you're you're awfully uh, in love with uh, all the, the grass types. I know. I guess that is just my thing. I do like the grass types, but I mean, Hopip is also a flying type. So it does come in handy for a few things here and there. Um, like when I suck and it most uh, fly and it could just jump up in the air and, you know, wait a turn so I don't get hit with something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the top of the question, the thing that's on the nation's mind is what does this Pikachu look like? Well, Hopip is... This little flying guy who is pink. He's got these yellow eyes with no um, pupils. So it's just yellow buttons for eyes. And the happiest little face. And it's got some arms and some legs and a tail, which I always forget it has a tail. It always freaks yeah. me out. That's the only thing about Hopip that I'm like, eh, it doesn't need a tail, but okay. But it floats in the air using its green little leaves that comes out of its head. Mm-hmm. And it just floats around and smiles at you. And it's just a real good time. Yeah. All right. So, like, imagine Kirby, right? Mm. <laughs> and then Kirby swallowed a plant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or a Pikmin. Uh, and it's it's just got little little sprouts coming out of his head. Imagine if... a Koibi that accidentally ate a dandelion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it has ears. Yeah, but also that it's the child of Kirby and Jigglypuff. Yes, mm-hmm. there it is. Also, it, it is like a what do you call it? Like a what's like a baby frog? It's like a tadpole version of it because it's got that little yeah, tail, little tail, yeah. little tail, little mm-hmm. stubby tail, little stubster. <laughs> yeah, and Hopip's uh, uh, little uh, head uh, leaves are supposed to resemble dandelion leaves. So imagine the leaves of a dandelion. Yes. So. Um, I'll actually state it right now. It's supposed to be a dandelion, but also cotton. It's uh, mm, it's actually known as the cotton weed Pokemon. So it's part cotton and part dandelion weed. It's a little yeah. bit of both. And all three of them are the, the cotton weed Pokemon, should we forget. Blaze it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so now that we know what this Pikachu looks like... Um, He's just a, a very light guy, floats on the breeze, 1.1 pounds, uh, one foot four inches tall, bigger than I thought. I thought he was, a, uh, like, I don't know, sometimes you think to yourself that, like, a hop, it must be, like, I don't know, that you could I hold definitely... it in your palm or something like that. I mean, I guess if you imagine that, like, the the sprouts on the top make up, like, half of that. Oh, then maybe yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I guess dandelions can get pretty tall. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought Hopip just seemed bigger. Like it was just an exaggerated dandelion to me. I, I don't know. One foot, I was like, that's it. Uh, all right. <laughs> I at least want to be able to cup it in two hands, you know? Yeah. Like a boob. <laughs> like, a, like a titty. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, there's one sprite of Skiploom that looks like it's got just little saggy titties instead of arms. <laughs> 
but we'll get there. That's very important to me. When I was looking at the what sprite to put on our thumbnail, I was like, oh, a little saggy titty. And also the original ones and the eyes of Hopip and Skiploom are literally just pixels. So they're just like white squares. So wait, let's just talk about it right now. The original sprites for Hopip are like terrifying. It's yeah. like really dark pink it looks like it's coming from out of the shadows it looks like a radish then it's just got those bright eyes staring at you yeah it's it's a little creepy actually i don't like the eyes if i could change anything about hopip it's the tail get rid of that dumb tail and the eyes yeah the eyes are freaky um so the tail is actually uh part of its japanese name oh okay so the japanese name is haneko um, and ha means leaf, haneru means to jump, hane means wing, and then echo comes from uh, neko, which is root, but also a play on cat. Mm, okay. So it's supposed to be like the jumping leaf root, but like the joke is that it's also part cat. I can <laughs> see that because of its little ears. Yeah, the ears and the tail. Okay. So... We kind of miss that joke in in like uh, the English name of it, um, but the tail is there for like a, a reason, I guess. They do make the tail look better in the later sprites, but like the first sprite, it really just looks like a penis. Yeah, it's... like just the way it's kind of sitting there, you know, like a flaccid penis, just kind of like arches like that. All right, we got boobs, we got penis already. Yeah, sorry. Let's, but... get, the, let's get the next one. But then you know we get to we get to diamond and pearl and platinum, and it looks much better in the sprite, <laughs> the tail at least. It's got a little curvature upwards that's not very dick like. Yeah. So, but it's Ho- cloacas showing. Hop oh. actually. <laughs> is that I... is that the trifecta cloaca? Cloaca is the trifecta. Mm-hmm. Right, Thank you. Thank you for bringing us home. Um, Hopip actually had a, uh, I guess, what are those all space world sprites? The 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 OG sprites, what Hopip looked like before gold and silver, actually did more resemble a, a black cat. He yeah. had a more pronounced tail and mm. more pronounced cat-like features. It looked very did uh, like Tamagotchi. Yeah, I don't think it had feet either. So it just kind of looked like it hopped around or something. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, it looks very much like a cat uh, uh, tadpole, like I was saying. Hold on. I have a bunch of uh, photos that I can share with you guys. And of course, we'll be putting these on our Instagram. Well, then if you kind of look at the heart gold soul silver sprites from behind, that that really screams cat to me. Hmm. <laughs> That is the beta. It looks like a black cat, the original. And there's multiple versions because then they also, Hopip was originally green Mm -hmm. after that. And then, of course, in the final version, it got its pinkish and even it looked a little brownish in the, the before it hit finally. Yeah, he's almost like a little radish. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then... um. Well, I'll go because the, this is interesting because we have two beta forms for every single one of these Pokemon. Oh, Ooh. I've only seen the the one beta form for the Hopip. So. Yeah, so Skiploom and Jumpluff both have them too. So, we'll, nice. and, and it carries on throughout. I think we got the best version of them, but still it's interesting to see where they came from. Yeah, I also have a lot of beta forms. 
we are an alpha now. Yeah. Top dog. <laughs> um, so I'll go through the other names real quick. The French name is Granivol, uh, which uh, Gran means seed and Vol means flight. So it's the flying seed. And then I love the German names for all of these. They're great. Because the German name for Hopip is Hopspross. Aww. <laughs> uh, and it comes from the German word for hop and sprout. Kind of reminds so, me of the, the game Hopscotch. Yeah, right? I'm sure Hopip would be very good at that game. Um, or they would start and just completely fly away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bye. See you later, Especially Hop-ip. if it's windy, because um, if they're not around other a Hopip, they'll just literally be drifted away by the wind. <laughs> Yeah, even uh, the lightest of breezes, they they'll just take to the wind, and they do they do it mainly on their own volition. Mm-hmm. They uh, they know when a stronger wind that they won't want to sail is about to come, and like Sarah said, they will uh, huddle together so that the wind doesn't take them. Yes, and the cute part about that is they're found all over the world. And they stick together all over the world, except in cold regions, which same. I don't like to be in cold regions either. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you can fly away, why wouldn't you? Right. I want to get away. Uh, they do say that anywhere that Hopip gather, uh, spring is on its way. So they're just always looking I for spring. love to see the first Hopip of spring. Right? <laughs> yeah. It would just be like, you know, because... I don't know if anyone else suffers from this, but in the winter, I'm just sad and depressed. Yeah, endlessly. Yeah. And if I see a hopip, I would just get so happy that spring is coming. It's kind of like when I start seeing uh, like the cherry blossoms bloom in very early spring. I'm just like, oh, my God, thank goodness winter's over <laughs> finally. Yeah, you used to, uh, at least here in New Jersey, you used to be able to uh, look out for like robins and they're like mm. birds with the red breasts. That would be like the first Sick. signs of spring. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, those red breasts just hanging out. We got boobs, we got breasts. We got uh, boobs, breasts, cloacas. But uh, wiener. I think because it's gotten warmer over the years, robins actually now kind of hang out in New Jersey throughout the winter. So it's... It's not really a sign of spring anymore. Yeah. Um, I I just really like the idea, too, that um, hopips are just so uh, worldwide. Like, uh, every other Pokemon kind of, you know, originated from its home place. And now that they're introducing more regions, you see a lot of, like, Pokedex entries that says, this one was a... Imported from, uh, you know, over in Kanto, but it changed forms because now, uh, because of, but, but Hopip is just like, you know, get me to that wind, blow me over to Halola, and I'm going to chill yeah. out. <laughs> I love that the whole story of them showing up at this world is just like strong breeze. Oh shit. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a team rocket blast off again. Yeah. And that's yeah. the Hopip of Paldea and yeah. They did not appear in Gen 7 or 8, though. No, um, they didn't. Which, which means they didn't get an unhinged uh, uh, yeah, Pokedex Ultra entry. Sun Pokedex entry. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, they did show up in uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, um, which I think is technically also part of Gen 8. 
um, but not in the uh, the mainstream games. So. Yeah, nobody. I'm so sad because I was actually really excited for Gen Four remakes. Nobody talks about uh, BDSM anymore. It's because it was too close to uh, Legends Arceus. Yeah. That was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing that we did get from uh, Scarlet and Violet by seeing our good Hop It buddy, uh, the animation of Hop It blowing in the wind and stuff. If you go find Hop It in this, like the current generation, you'll see exactly what they are with the Pokedex. Like they're blowing in the wind. They're like out there doing what they say they do. And they did a lot of care and a, a lot of um, uh, just, you know, going back to brass tacks on the Pokedex when they animated these puppies. Yeah. Are there in um, Arceus, right? I think that's where I saw them and floating around. And I was just so excited when I saw them. I was like, oh, look at them. There they are just flying around. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely in Arceus. Yeah. I know somebody I know, or maybe I just saw it like day one, was really excited to to get themselves a shiny hobbit uh, in Scarlet and Violet. I don't know if we mentioned this, but um, the original sprite was like bl- a black cat, but then it was changed to green. But the shiny, I mean, ended up being pink, but the shiny is green. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. I don't think they were even the only recent games they were in. The Brilliant Scarlet Diamond, Violet. Shining Pearl, and Scarlet Violet. Wow. I could have sworn. Yeah. I guess now that I think about it, you know, my, my problem is that I keep confusing Arceus with Scarlet and Violet. I just. That's the thing for me. I was like, yeah. it's either one of them, but I know when, wherever it was that I saw them, I guess it was Scarlet Violet now, but it was it was just adorable. I love them. Yeah, and I know for a fact they are in Scarlet and Violet because they're yeah. the first Pokemon I saw floating around in there. And they have those cute little Pokedex pictures. I know I've been shouting them out a lot recently, but I just love them so much. It's like Pokemon Snap in Scarlet Violet. Yes. I love that. I think it's about time for me to pick up Scarlet. Uh, or, yeah, I had Scarlet and Scarlet again. Do another playthrough. It's worth it. Yeah, I'd love to revisit too. I went through yeah, pretty quick. I beat the game, and now I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. There's got to, especially with the uh, DLC on the way out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll probably pick it up that. again in like late fall, early winter when I can't go outside anymore. That's true. That's a good time for it. It's a perfect time. I'm wondering too, that that's when it's going to be around because we always have that new Pokemon schedule of uh, November. Seems there's always a, a release in November. And then after that, it's uh, January was the RCS one. So we'll see if we get another combo breaker like that. I could still just pick up Arceus too. Still haven't played it. It's a oh, really it's my good game. favorite. I think it's my no. I don't think I know. It is my favorite Pokemon game. It makes completing the Pokedex like so fun. Yes, it's good. You should go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Um, the names for Hopip, Jump, uh. Sorry, Hopip, Skip Plume, and Jumpluff are based on the phrase just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Oh, oh how did I not know that? Yeah. Um, the expression uh, actually dates back to the early 1700s. 
Hmm. Um, so it's just been used as a phrase to rep, uh, mean a short distance covered um, f- for like literally <laughs> four decades. Yeah, that's centuries. That's crazy. I uh, I do a lot of like thinking, like, oh, where did <laughs> where did this phrase originate from? Um, a lot of times, it's just like slang that I know is modern, and it'll say like first coined in uh, you know two thousand and eight. I'm like, what two thousand and eight? That is far too uh, you know like soon like I, I would have thought that came from like the 80s or something and then you hear something like that and you're like oh that's ancient that's crazy how how long that that turn of phrase has been around yeah there's certain things that are like very interesting the one that i always go back to is like nimrod like bugs bunny changed the meaning of the word nimrod yeah. because actually nimrod in like historical texts is like an excellent hunter and so when he calls elmer fudd that he's saying it as like a joke but people thought that the word nimrod just meant like a stupid idiot so (laughs) now the word means like someone who's an idiot even though it actually means somebody who's like a skilled hunter i mean the the word has very heavy insulting like connotation to it just the way it sounds like you nimrod you know what i mean like no absolutely and that's why everybody just assumed it meant like an idiot but like (laughs) i i had a professor once and his name was nimrod and i was like that's an interesting name and i looked it up and i was like oh bugs bunny literally changed the meaning of this word (laughs) i had a teacher named wiener and uh i think about that a lot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just 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 the name or his name his first name was not wiener his last name was wiener yeah his, his first, first name, name was, was richard <laughs> yeah oh. i like sucks wiener. better sucks was better than mine the funny uh the has famous... a has a first name is has a middle name is small <laughs> <laughs> the funniest name i had for a professor was named ho flinger and that's how she pronounced it. Ho flinger. Oh She'd my. be a great mm. bouncer. Okay. <laughs> she gave me my only freaking B in college. I really hate that lady so much. Wow, you were good in college. Yeah, I liked school. I think I knew somebody with a last name. Well, my friend knew somebody with the last name of Slowcom. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one i think that's you know how like your family name like what your family did or or where they lived or something is what your last name i think that's um you know sting yeah that's his family's original name yeah as he is a the king of tantric sex yes yes yeah i don't have the patience for that that's the best excuse like <laughs> like for like premature ejaculation you're like come on come on i got places to be come on <laughs> i just like i did <laughs> hurry up hurry up time's money <laughs> every time i every minute i spend screwing you is another minute i don't get money on my investments you just yell speed run <laughs> and then <laughs> And if you come real fit fast, then you just run away real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh man, cold split, cold split. Yeah, time. 
<laughs> Why is your wiener so small? It's a fake halberd. Run. <laughs> oh, man. I got cuddle skip. <laughs> cuddle skip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I wrong warped to REM sleep. Oh, um, oh. Uh, fuck. I'm, I'm doing the uh, walk of shame route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, it's a lot of time to to move, but you can do some menuing and realize where <laughs> you went wrong. That's uh, true. Hop if is a little pink fella. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say about. Well, also, uh, Hop if is in Pokemon Stadium uh, Two, which is a popular stage in Smash, um, but usually they turn him off, so he only gets to show up when you have the terrains he's in the flying terrain with Skarmory and Drifloom it's one of those transforming uh, battlefields but of course people just do the platform battlefield or final destination battlefield on it but just know when you're you're playing a match with no items and uh, battlefield version of Pokemon Stadium 2 there's a hop hip hiding in that little floor also, uh, I, I learned this. Uh, do you guys know that a lot of the Pokemon names were coined by a guy named Nob Agasawara? Yes. And uh, Steven, you do a lot of the, the naming things. So maybe when we're going through the name, we should make it some sort of like Nob joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just, just something to put out there, cause like it was just like, yo, Nob did this, and I was like, Nob, excuse me. Yeah, but isn't he like a royalty or something? Or he, is that he was guy? a he's a descendant of the Japanese emperor? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's yeah. that Nob. Yeah, <laughs> I think he he lives in Canada. Uh, he did the English localization for many of the original names um, he quit in 2008 uh, quitter <laughs> yeah his name's really slob my knob yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know his last name uh how it's actually gobbler <laughs> take that royalty <laughs> Oh, well, that's cool. The Game Boy Pocket that was used by Knob Gobbler uh, was auctioned off in a charity at the Speed Gamers in June 2014 Pokemon Marathon. Um, and Bulbapedia bought it. Uh, the the head of Bulbapedia bought it for a charity. How cool is that? That is cool. Uh, must be the world's most expensive Game Boy Pocket. <laughs> right. Oh, he is a hero because Nob expressed apprehension over Mr. Mime's English name. Uh, and he was just like, if they ever go with the gender mechanic, we're fucked. And yeah, they did. That was one of the things that he was uh, upset about. I, I remember. Yeah. Good old Nob. He's always seen into the future. Not such a strong name for a kid. I'm going to think about that. Name, it's a great Nob. name for it. Mm hmm. Like uh, you gotta add something in it to make it like a, like so- strong sounding. Nob Boris. 
Hard knob. Hard knob, yeah. <laughs> Butch knob. Oh. Isn't Naboris like in Zelda? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, isn't she's one of the Gerudo? Yeah. Turbo knob. We'll keep thinking about knobs. We got anything more on Hopip? Or are we ready to evolve? Knee knob junior. I think uh, I think we're just gonna talk about knobs the rest of the time. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite so, kind of knob? Doors not included. Uh, doors not included. Uh, probably uh, the penis. Um, <laughs> so when uh, your Hopip reaches level eighteen, uh, he can evolve if you should choose to let that happen without pressing B, which is something that I'm, I've never done, but I've always been mindful of when Pokemon are evolving, just putting down the Game Boy and being like, let it happen. Don't accidentally press B. It's like the call of the void. But anyway, when he hits level 18, uh, he can evolve into Skiploom. Skiploom, yay! He is also perfect in every way, but what does this Pikachu look like? Skiploom is, well, okay, so if Hopip was supposed to be a cat, Skiploom kind of reminds me of a little puppy with floppy ears Mm -hmm. with a very cute closed mouth smile. And now its beady eyes are not yellow, but instead red. And its body is not pink, but now is green. And since it's supposed to be the evolution of a dandelion, imagine the yellow flower that happens when a dandelion blooms on the top of its head. Yeah. I imagine it as like Kirby swallowing a Venusaur. He's like green. I see it. And he's got the flower on top of the head. You know what? It kind of looks like Fido with his little ears to me. Yeah. Much more puppy-like than, yeah. than kitty-like for sure. He, uh, he's got those knobs on his chest. He's got little titties. Little titty arms <laughs> and little feet in the back. Arms. I like uh, the little smile. It, it really is just, it's like uh, got some meat on the bones, Hopip. Mm-hmm. And it swapped its uh, shiny color to its normal color. It's a little bit more purple, I think, the shiny, than Hopip's pink. Yeah, but I mean, Hopip is green and it's shiny. Right. Oh, I thought you were so talking it's about going the shiny. To the, green. Yeah. the shiny also, is pink purplish. Yeah. But you you think about like a plant as it, it gets, you know, it grows and it's got that like green stalk, little fat little leaves are its ears and stuff and a little yellow flower on its head. What a good guy. And he's got again those those titties. Dave, you say that Skiploom has titties, but I've searched a lot of Pokemon over the years. And I've seen a lot of them with titties. We're talking your Vaporeons. Your <laughs> Hold on. Absoles. I'm going to get the exact same, the exact sprite your... that I'm I, currently I'm looking at. Looking at it right now, it's the one where it's kind of, its arms look like little boobies, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And its, it's eyes are just, against. its eyes are white squares. I'm going to send it wait. in the group text uh, because oh, I saved yeah. it. There's that uh, Machamp feet picture I saw that one time. It's the it's the gold silver crystal, yeah. Oh, you put the shiny one in there too. Yeah, those yeah. little it's like little titties. <laughs> that, those are definitely boobies. Those are definitely like when I first learned how to draw, and I was like, I'm gonna be risque and draw 
boobies. And that's exactly how I would draw them. Just two two little U's. Yeah. I remember I drew a picture of Wolverine for my friend in first grade. And I was like, I'm really good at drawing. And he walked up to me and he was like a big guy. And he put like his hand on the back of my neck in like an intimidating way. And he was like, why did you draw boobs on Wolverine? Take the boobs off Wolverine. And I was like, (laughs) they were supposed to be muscles. And he was like, oh, they're they're cool. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, because I was like drawing what I saw in the comics. And they had like big pectoral (laughs) muscles. So I would draw like the the boob kind of area. And then I would put like a tic-tac-toe kind of board for the abs. And he thought they were boobs. So I was like, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. They're the same thing. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, Skip Loom is small, again, smaller than I thought. It's only two feet and weighs two pounds. I don't know. When I look at Skip Loom versus Hop Hip, I feel like Skip Loom is like four times the size of a Hop Hip. But I guess it's just because it's more round and bulbous looking. I still like imagined all of them to be like eight inches max. Like yeah. just like little oddishes, basically like teeny yeah. tiny. I assumed like little flabebes. No, I, I just feel like around. they're so big. I feel like they're like big balloons. That's what I feel like they look like. Mm. I can see that like little nebbies. Um, I did send a picture in our group text as well of the uh, life cycle of a cotton plant. Um, Mm. and, uh, it actually shows it starting off as like a little sprout and then, um, cotton plants have little yellow flowers on them. Um, and then they turn into little cotton buds. And so that yellow flower is on the top of, uh, Skip Bloom's head is reminiscent of like cotton and, uh, the yellow part of the dandelion's life cycle. So that makes a lot of sense. I love a Pokemon line that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You That's know what? Really cool. I've listened to him speak. He makes a lot of sense. He does. <laughs> he says Skip Loom. Something fun about Skip Loom is the flower on its head opens and closes as the temperature changes. And um, the flower likes to blossom when temperatures are above 64 degrees Fahrenheit, or for everyone else who's normal and uses the metric system, 18 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even have used uh, them as thermometers in the past because of um, their ability to open and close at different temperatures. So I would love to have a little Skip Bloom buddy hanging out in my room letting me know the temperature. Yeah, and not only does it let you know the, temp- the temperature, but um, it likes to float like high and closer to the sun. But as soon as it detects rain, it'll hide its flower and like hide under trees and things like that. So if you had a skip bloom and it starts to like hide or things with that, like that, you're going to be like, Oh no, it's going to rain. Let me get whatever I need to get from outside inside. So they're good. Uh, meteorologists. These skip yeah. blooms. I mean, my room is always 69 degrees. So. Perfect. Yeah. 69 degrees inside is the perfect temperature. I used to be a 69 degree purist and I've since raised that temperature a little bit. I'm now keeping, it must be because I'm getting older and I'm getting, uh, you know, serious like dad vibes incoming because of, you know, my biological clock. But 
Now it's set at like 73 because I've got to save energy. Well, okay. Let me rephrase that statement. 69 degrees is the perfect temperature to have in the house if you're married to Dave. Because he's always so hot. hot. Yeah. I'm a 68 guy. Oh, Out of respect for me, who I am a 74 and up type gal, 69 is our happy medium. Wow. So we got all different temperatures. Steven, what's your favorite temperature? I love like a 69 degree. Um, yeah. It's like nice and cold and you can get under the blankets real mm-hmm. good. Um, but also to save energy, I've kind of settled on 72 Oh. Like if it if it's up to me, like I'm working. Literally, my office is in the hottest room in the house, one of the hottest rooms in the house. And Dave will come home from work, and my office will legitimately be 87 degrees. And he's like offended that I'm working in, that, in those conditions. He's like, "What is? What? It's so hot in here. I don't understand you." And, yeah, but yeah. to be fair, fuck that. <laughs> what? Fuck what? It's bad. It's not. It's not that bad. I got yeah. a fan. The air's like, moving. I like being nice and super toasty every once in a while. I got my socks on. I got my little. I had my. I had a sweater on this morning. Ooh. Yeah. Um, your flower has bloomed because you're over sixty-four degrees. Yes. Yeah, see, I always have a flower on the top of my head. There you go. Yeah. Um. Now, we had mentioned that Skip Bloom does like to float up close to the sun, which I thought was really cool uh, for plant types because he gets more direct sunlight that way. Mm-hmm. And then if it gets too cold, even if it's in the sun and it's too cold, Skip Bloom will fly and migrate to warmer regions so it can continue to photosynthesize and make its flower. So it, it doesn't like to be in cold, just like Hop Ibn will actually move to a different region to make sure it's out of the cold. Yeah. They, uh, we mentioned this earlier, but all three of these, um, Pokemon, uh, Hop, Skip, Bloom, and Jumpluff are, are all grass flying types. And I believe they are the, the first grass flying type. First for sure. That we've gone over, yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think. I don't know. Now I want to look that up. Because I think, uh, we didn't get another one until Tropius in Gen 3. Mm. Yeah. Ew, Tropius. I like Tropius. Tropius I like you would like Tropius. Tropius right, is another yeah. one that I um I caught in Gen three. I was like, this is gonna be my super strong Pokemon, and it just was this uh, a minor disappointment. Absol as well. I was like choosing all the wrong ones in gen three okay so there are only one two three four five six seven grass flying type pokemon name them all to me okay so we have these three hopip jump bluff and skip loom yeah rowlet uh dartrix yes skyform shaman yes and tropius yes there's a caravine is a pure grass type with the levitate ability. So mm, that one's pretty okay. close. Um, and we talked about how Skip Loom and Hopip are reverse shinies of each other. Yeah, a little bit. Um, the pink normal of Hopip 
and the green shiny is flipped to green normal for skip plume and pink shiny uh which yeah. is very cool and the betas as we discussed oh yeah let me see look at them titties oh it started off with a huge tail that looks huge? like a monster rancher character yeah. it does it like a big dick it's it's like no you want to know what it looks it... like all right now i'm gonna get real down with dirt, a goatsy on top yeah, yeah no it looks like one of those leave-in vibrators yeah oh definitely oh it does yeah, yeah prostate yeah. massager or something yeah. yeah it looks like a it's gonna go in there and mm-hmm. hit your prostate or something and the head that the flower does kind of look like instead you put a hole in its head and mm-hmm. peeled back its skin yeah definitely and yeah. it's kind of like bouncing on its tail like a spoink but the tail's mm-hmm. kind of like mewish a little yeah uh good thing they changed that yeah it and, sucks. It, and it's yellow too so it's got it like a it's full yellow but look, yeah. it was almost so, yeah. just like poop brown. <laughs> that also kind of reminds me of tree trunks from yeah. Adventure Time. It does, except this one looks like it's poop and piss. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got it to where we needed it with the titty sprite. With the titties. All right. And uh, we get to do it again. <laughs> Can't wait. What was that um, noise? Did you guys hear something? <laughs> no. I think it was thunder or something. I'm going to go back to drinking my seltzer, right? my bubbly <laughs> seltzer. Oh. Uh, I wanted to ask you a question off air, Sarah, but you said you were listening to the Meowth episode again. Oh, I sure was. How drunk was I? (laughs) Yo, listen. Okay, so we recorded Meowth in two separate episodes because there was just too much Meowth, right? But we recorded both of the episodes on the same day and we had all definitely been drinking the first half of the episode took a break definitely must have taken like a shot or something because we came back like fucked up (laughs) (laughs) like really drunk but the cool thing about us being drunk is that we are just really good at sharing information in a very entertaining way so peter you were saying you were like you know i am having the time of my life because i'm sitting on the floor I remember how I used to record. Recording. (laughs) And and then you were just like, went on this really beautiful, like, educational tangent about the mechanics of Meowth, I think, in um, like battling. And like, I just remember, like, I, I just remember, I was working as I was listening to this episode again today. And I just remember, like, the first time I absorbed that information, I was just staring into the computer screen, like, in awe. And I'm like, I was doing the same thing. But as I was working and it was like the most nostalgic feeling ever. And it just made me feel very good. So it wasn't a sloppy episode. I think we did fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was just very entertaining. We were very happy. I remember and, being hung uh, over the next day. So. Yeah. I don't. It was a work day. <laughs> it definitely was a work day. I yeah. learned my drunkest experiences in podcasting are always the one people reference the most so it's usually it's not a good every time but every now and then people it was good we had a good time we were having the times of our lives life was very and then i was thinking it was nostalgic for me too because life for all of us was so different back then like dave and i were not even engaged yet oh yeah yeah it was wild like very very crazy yeah Stephen was wasn't yeah. I was gonna say Stephen wasn't even a daycare ditto yet. Stephen was across the hall, but he was not recording with me. Right. 
Darker um, times. Yeah, those truly were the darkest yes. times. But yeah, I used to uh, pull my entire desktop PC out of the basement to put it <laughs> into the bedroom of the apartment that uh, Stephen and I used to share so that I wouldn't get the echo that would happen in the basement. Interesting times. Now, and I was always pro quality audio all the time. Yeah. Except that I I am now the echoer. (laughs) Yes, we're always well hydrated. Yeah. Because of our uh, water sticks. (laughs) Whatever they're called. I'm just getting too old and I can't drink alcohol past a certain time or else I get a bellyache. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can drink. It's like you were saying. I was like, sticks. Oh, you mean liquid IV? The uh, hydration multiplier where you can go to for better hydration today. Go to liquidiv.com and use offer code DITTOS for 30%, I believe. 20. Listen, I like to speed run sex. And sometimes you need to get... (laughs) Dude, speed running sex will require you to make um, a liquid IV drink because that... I'm sorry. Sex is a workout and a half. Like I don't know. Never had it. Oh, yes, you have. Yeah, but there's non-GMO and free. It's free from gluten, dairy, and soy, because you know it's what your body craves. Uh, I don't even know if the, it's still a sponsor of ours. Have they bailed on us yet? It's crazy because um, I did that one PP one. <laughs> It was a long <laughs> pee-pee, and I don't know if we still have the pee-pee offers. So let me try to make an order on Liquid IV. And see. Ooh. Uh, in the meantime, I'd love to share Skip Bloom's other names. Yes, um, please do. The Japanese name is... Skippy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be adorable. Um, <laughs> no, the Japanese name is Papoko. Okay. Um, comes from uh, Tanopo which is a dandelion and the um, oko is still from uh, neko, which means root. And that's neko with two Ks. Um, the one K is of course, again, the, the cat. The um, wafer. Yeah. Um, and the French name is flora vol. Flora meaning like flower and vol, like we said before is flight. And then again, the German name is my favorite because it's hoobaloop. <laughs> um, Hoopfen means to jump, so it comes from that word. Uh, and it's, I'm just gonna say it again Hoobaloop. <laughs> is Hoobaloop. Isn't yep. there the German name Pumaloof as well? Uh, that does ring a bell. Is Pumaloof. that Jigglypuff? I think that's Clefairy. No, Jigglypuff was Purin. Purin. I don't even know how to spell it. Me either. Oh, no, it is. It is uh, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the German name for Jigglypuff, I think. Yeah, I just know it because uh, in the, uh, you know, Super Smash Brothers Melee, um, you can change the, uh, the languages and then you get the different Pokemon names. King Koopa. Yeah. Poobaloof. Purrin. 
And for anyone who needs a liquid IV, yes, Ditto's still works. Heck yeah. I want to shout out uh, our good friend Cody, who is on the Magikarp episode for being uh, somebody who used our offer code. I hope you're feeling very hydrated. (laughs) I bet this guy can piss for days. (laughs) Oh, can't wait to watch him. Can't wait to piss. Yeah. Can't wait to piss with my friends. He said he got some good deals, so he was going to get it anyway. And... Why not? I piss yeah. with my friends. Yeah. Um, but friends then... who piss together uh, have fun, long, yeah. hydrated pisses together. Yeah. I've probably told this pissing story before, but I'll tell it again. <laughs> <laughs> tell it three times. The yeah. best way to start any story. So, uh, I, uh, I used to go over my friend Ryan's house, and when he was with his parents... Um, when he would come back from college during breaks, uh, he would sleep in the basement. And sure, there was a bathroom all the way at the top of the stairs, but sometimes we didn't want to go all the way to the top of the stairs. So um, he also had a five-gallon jug of... Uh, Piss. <laughs> basically. Oh, it just no. He would just piss in the five-gallon jug, and then if we had to piss in the five-gallon jug, then we we take it, we just slosh the the piss jug out into the other room in the basement, and just try our darndest to get the pee stream into the five-gallon jug. And then when it was filled with five gallons of piss, he would bring it outside and dump it. I failed to see how this was easier than just going upstairs. <laughs> it might not have Five been easier. Five gallons is heavy. That's so much that's, piss. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of pee. Yeah. And it's mixed, too, so it's got to smell like crap. Oh my God. Yeah, it's mixed with three, at least three men's piss. So. Yeah, well, oh. Steve, remember, it didn't <laughs> smell like crap. The crap was in a different jug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That's gross. Dudes are gross. No, we were definitely gross. Human beings. Human Uh, beings are disgusting. Everyone, oh God, public bathrooms. offer code jugs. Did I ever tell you guys about lake piss? Oh, no. (laughs) So, different group of friends, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Why do you have multiple groups of friends with piss stories? If you have multiple groups of friends with piss stories, then, Peter, you're the piss guy. (laughs) <laughs> no, the, I, I I can't say that because I am a shy peer, uh, and I actually did not pee in Lake Piss. But Lake Piss was uh, uh, out uh, when my 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 other friend went to college. Um, actually, it was a couple of friends in the in the same dorm. They uh, they had like a, a back like a little stoop, and they would just go onto the stoop and like pissed to the side of the stoop and they would all pee there so often and so much that a uh lake piss started to form <laughs> right oh. outside their uh their back door and they had to stop doing lake piss because it started smelling too bad outside it's a man-made lake <laughs> yeah man-made lake <laughs> lake piss oh my god i, I can't like believe six we... guys <laughs> 
I can't believe we're we're sharing these stories on John Bluffs and Skip Bloops episode. I know. How did we degrade these beautiful Pokemon with blame, piss? Blame Dave for having the best liquid IV commercial ever. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, speaking of, uh, Skip Bloom enthusiasts can apparently tell where Skip Bloom was born by the scent drifting from the flower on the Pokemon's head. So, if it smells like piss, we know where that came from. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, in Wayne, New Jersey, or at <laughs> Rantzler Polytechnic. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's what I really... Uh, I think that was my fact of, of the Sode. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the idea that uh, skip looms can smell so wonderfully floral, uh, and uh, a skip loom... Uh, fanatic would be able to determine where it was born just by giving it a big old whiff. I just love when you hear about these fanatics in general and what they're yeah. obsessed about on this Pokemon. It's like pseudo Wudo, they were obsessed with the size of its horns or whatever. Yeah. Um, or no, it's uh, it was the how soft and supple its arms were. Right. <laughs> it was uh, a lot of things. It was uh, like the its angles it's uh the the greenness of its nubs there were the muck enthusiasts who loved the smells of them yeah um just just uh i love when when people just go in on one pokemon there's dawn fans <laughs> get it dawn, dawn stands they call themselves <laughs> yeah um which we'll get to eventually, right? We haven't done Dawn Fan yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that'll be exciting too, because that's the first one where like it splits. Yeah. Uh yeah, I guess technically uh, Great Tusk and what's the other one? Uh those two technically aren't of the same family they're kind of just related but i I feel like we should do all of them together so we'll cross that bridge when we get to it yeah uh are we are we evolving one last time anybody anybody speak now forever hold your lake piss (laughs) i think i'm i think i'm i think i'm 26 going on 27 oh yeah what a lovely age. Uh, what a wonderful time to evolve. Uh, so we've had Pokemon uh, 187, 188, and now we, we are jumping. Jump. Go ahead. Oh, if this was the Every FNF podcast, Alex would put uh, Van Halen's jump right here. Um, then uh, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it either. By the way, guys, uh, we got to talk later. I found more ads that we could have. Okay. Ooh. One of them is a bunny shop, a worldwide curated boutique for adult toys. Oh, perfect. It's <laughs> a great uh, sponsor for this episode. That and, do- that and dog food. <laughs> I think we can really kill it with nom nom dog food. Can, can we have uh, do they have a, a vibrating cock ring that looks like beta skip loom? Let's leave it to the listeners. Which one, which uh, company do you want a discount code to? Yeah, which one are you horny for? All right, I just uh, asked them. We'll see if they submit. If we start uh, talking about uh, butt pleasure, then, well, we already talked about that, but like, you'll see. 
I feel Everybody. like I feel like we're a shoe in for this dog food commercial. <laughs> yeah. So give we got time, uh, we uh, reached level twenty seven. Uh, we evolve into Jumpluff, who looks like this Pikachu. This looks like a blueberry. A blueberry mm-hmm. with it's like one thousand percent a blueberry with uh, they're supposed to be cotton balls, mm-hmm. but um. They look yeah. like little pom-poms. They look like pom-poms. Yeah, like a cheerleader pom-pom or like, I'm sorry, I'm going to get a real technical with it. Have y'all ever seen a spider that has an egg attached to it? Yeah. Like an egg sack? Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. I can see that because it's not like the the little puff balls are not like, I feel like they should be bigger. They're not as pro- like proportionate as mm-hmm. I feel like they should be. I feel like they should be bigger and I feel like they should have more of a cloud shape versus a full sphere that just looks hairy. Yeah. It's still adorable. Very cute. Yes. It looks like a molecule as well. And if you look at the sitting cutie, those little puff balls are like actually made of like little cotton. Um, Aww. And uh, it looks like it would be really fun to just hold and, and rub it. Um <laughs> Rub a bunch of balls. Rub the little cotton balls. Yeah. Rub a bunch of furry balls. Rub the furry little balls, the little blueberry balls. <laughs> um, Do you know how you shave a cat's balls before you neuter it? Please tell me. Jesus. I... <laughs> <laughs> Just pinch its pubes and pull them off. Oh, no. Are they asleep for that? Yeah, they are. Okay, good, good, good. Oh, poor chainsaw. <laughs> He just left the room. <laughs> I feel like these are, this is like forbidden knowledge. Like I should not know these things. <laughs> uh, sorry guys. No, it's, it's good to know in case I ever need to neuter a cat. <laughs> Does anybody here know how to neuter a cat? Uh, I've actually, heard a lot of stories. <laughs> apparently you only need your hands. Yeah. Honestly, neutering, no, <laughs> neutering cats good. is probably something that anybody could do if they had uh, access to just a little bit of ketamine. Easy peasy. <laughs> Man, we're teaching all the best facts today. Um, so we've got our blueberry uh, with the three pom-poms. Um, I like how... In a lot of the like Pokemon Stadium animations, when he's doing something, he kind of does like a razzle dazzle rubbing the pom poms together thing. He's cute. Uh, I cannot stress this enough. All three of these Pokemon are adorable. The cutest. The best. I, I very much approve of all of them. So, do you want to learn about Jumpluff in competitive Pokemon? Yeah, actually, I'm. Can't wait to be surprised. Oh, do you want to see the beta first? Oh, because this this one went on a journey. I'm excited for both of these segments. All right, ready? Well, let's do this just so we can discuss. Whoa. Oh my! Now that is really a toy. It's terrible. It's it got the like... the butt plug vibrator. Um, li- if you're <laughs> listening, uh, ad place. I'd love to do ads about a big butt butthole <laughs> plug. Uh, and it's got like. It looks like a first form Digimon, but it's wearing like a bonnet. 
that is actually a brain that is emerging out of its head. Mm-hmm. It looks like, like a if... giant cauliflower. Yeah, it's like a cauliflower and it's got like piglet ears and a little like crown of flowers kind of. And it's horrifying and it looks weaker yeah. than the other ones. Yeah, it's terrible. When and you then say things look like Digimon too. They oh. got closer. Yeah, no, okay. that's all right. It's just Hop It with a like cotton ball instead of a it's leaf. got like goblin ears. Yeah. yeah. And then they ended up here, which is closer to what we got. Yeah, that one has five balls instead of the three balls, which is probably better, just the three. Hey, yeah. more but balls, I think, the better. I think the proportion on that one, the ball, look, it looks fluffier mm-hmm. than what we got. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, the trick, is trying to make them actually look like little cottons. Uh, well, they call them, like, uh, what, cotton spores. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm just gonna say this right now. I I was having such a good time doing all of this research, and I was like, oh, Hopip floating around, first sign of spring. Oh, Jumpluff, like you know, just just hanging around, having a good time. Loves and then the sun, nice and fragrant. Got to Jumpluff, and literally in scarlet and violet, they yep. they decided to mm-hmm. just ruin me yep. because they have this entry that says once it's cotton spores run out its journey ends as does its life yeah like <laughs> it's like i i literally i was sitting on the couch doing this research and all of a sudden i was just like oh my god oh jeez like why i'll never be the you... same that's yeah. so sad and it's only it's the only one that does it because even in violet it says beware it's cotton spores if you accidentally breathe them in you'll be racked with coughs and itchiness it's like okay cool yeah you're cotton you're pollen whatever and then like scarlet it's like nah it's just gonna die so don't inhale them yeah because you'll kill it can you imagine being like a serial killer or like you're in a battle and it's just like uh pikachu use (laughs) (laughs) and make a wish well, the, the thing about its cotton spores, too, is that it does disperse them across all of the the winds, which is how the, they breed, quote unquote. So could you imagine just slowly jizzing your life away? Oh, my God. That's all we're I like to doing. Do it, I, I like to do it quickly because I speed run the sex. So that way you can drink your liquid IV. Yeah, so that way yeah. I can get back to my liquid IV. To your, your water stick. There's only one thing I enjoy in life, and that is cool, cool hydration. Um, okay, let me... Uh, I didn't uh, go back through the generations, because I know that Jumpluff... Um, there's that that one video from a guy full swipe gaming and i don't have time for that i don't have time for for sex because uh, i just my attention needs to be out elsewhere to procuring vapes so um but there is this one guy that i do subscribe to right now uh he is a, a competitive uh pokemon battler and he there's a big tournament happening right now where uh there are uh, different smaller tournaments that are hosted all across the United States and I, I think probably in, in certain parts of Europe. Um, and if you get really um, high up there uh, in terms of like, you know, if you finish in the top, you know, 
fifth if you finish in the top half you get a certain amount of points and if you can collect 300 points then you are officially invited to the world championships in japan so i've been kind of following this guy's journey his name is frizai and um and he's been changing up his team and he's been like uh walking through all of his battles and how he's been doing and he's he's finally qualified but on his most recent team he had a sun team um he had a torkoal set up sunny day and he had a, a jump bluff on his team too and what what's so impressive about jump bluff is jump bluff has has chlorophyll and also jump bluff's high stat is its speed so if you put a jump bluff in the sun it doubles its speed right away and so it's just an extremely fast Pokemon. There's nothing that can outspeed a Jumpluff uh, that he anticipates going up against. I'm, I'm sure there are faster Pokemon, but um, I mean, there might not be. I don't know. And uh, Jumpluff's also very good at... I already forget what uh, the other moves on uh, that. But mainly, he was primarily used for setting up a, a good Tailwind. Uh, and Tailwind also increases the speed of every other Pokemon on your team for five turns. So that was that was the the team that he used. And apparently, it's it's pretty meta right now, having a, a Sun team with a Jump Bluff and a, and a Torkoal on it. Torkoal to set up the Sun, Jump Bluff to speed up your team. So, Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. So Jump Bluff is cute, uh, fun interesting and useful yeah wicked fast that's that's a reason why i like jump bluff on my team i always keep a jump bluff it's not like great for like physical attacks but it always goes first and like i don't know i just i just always find it useful on my team not a heavy hitter but gets the job done yeah sometimes your attack stat doesn't need to be high Mm mm-hmm um, so our final names here, we have our Japanese name is Watako. Uh, wata means cotton. And uh, the uh, ko, of course, neko. So um, the three together, I'll say them all uh, in each language, uh, is Haneko, Papoko, and Watako. Love it. Uh, the French name is Katavol, uh, which again comes from cotton and vol from flight. So we have Granivol, Florival, and Cotival. Um, and then the German name is the best. I love Always. it. Always. The German name is Papunga. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like some Job of the Hut fucking speech. Da, right? Like, Papunga. So it comes from the word papoose, uh, which is actually the um, wind dispersal mechanism for the seed. So it's actually the like piece of the seed that um is designed to make it fly away so when you blow on the dandelion and all those little spores come out each one of those is a a papoose for the seed um and you get the word uh the pokemon name papunga so the german names are hopspross hubloof and papunga and i love that so much they're so cute perfect trio all all of them yeah little baby papunga yeah (laughs) um 
Another thing that uh, originally caught my attention to Jump Fluff, uh, this is a personal anecdote. Way, way, way back uh, when Gen 2 was new, uh, I used to be subscribed to a magazine called the Beckett Pokemon Card Collecting Magazine. And yep. it would just, you know, basically just tell the the street price of uh, some of the cards. But also it would just have, uh, you know, a couple of articles about competitive Pokemon card playing. And uh, every magazine, they would just make up a deck and say like, oh, this is the strategy here and this is how you do it. And in uh, one of the, the magazines, there was a... I don't know if this was competitively viable at all, but it was a... Um, it circled around Pokemon with a zero retreat cost so that you could, like, you know, bench your Pokemon, bring the next one out really, really fast, you know, so that you wouldn't have... Um, you know, if a Pokemon was about to faint, you could deny your opponent getting that prize card. So uh, Jumpluff, uh, that entire line didn't have any retreat costs. So that was the, um, you know, the anchor of the the, the deck. And I, I thought that was a cool strategy. And I thought about it a lot. And that little seed grew into a giant love of Jumpluff. Yeah, and still to this day, yeah, discussing the love of Jumpluff. For the love of Jumpluff. For the love of Jumpluff. I just, there was the Pokemon episode, right? Where there was like the woman who was the like Hoppip rancher and she had like a little netted area where she kept all of her little Hoppips safe. It was very similar to like, I feel like the Magnemite rancher episode. It's a, uh... I think about it. Foulweather friends under the ownership of Mariah. Uh, she used them to predict the weather, and they were later targeted by Team Rocket. Oh, no. And do you know that James yeah. also had a hop-up? Every time they got cold, Mariah knew. Because <laughs> she would come out with her, her Christmas song. Yeah, and every time like, it got cold, she could see that the skip looms... Um... <laughs> Yeah. Flowered, closed up, and his, uh, his nipples on those titties were hard. <laughs> so we all um, we've talked about jump luff jizz on the on the wind. Uh, if you get that in your eyes, uh, you will start coughing, and uh, your eyes will start itching. Touch will you fuzzy, start get dizzy. Yeah. Will you start wheezing? Yes. Uh, well, it kind of looks like a coughing wheezing-esque kind of shape yeah shout outs to uh curtis he was on our coughing and wheezing episode right every f and ff podcast yeah he's got the best podcast voice yeah he's got uh yeah a wonderful um carrying booming voice Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say wayo. Wayo. Um, Jumpluff is the lightest Pokemon that has uh, that is part of a, a two-stage evolution. Yeah. So there so, are other Pokemon lighter, but if, it, if a Pokemon's evolved twice and is the lightest, then you're looking at a Jumpluff. 
Jump Loaf is only 6.6 pounds. Hail Satan. <laughs> Hail Satan indeed. Jump Loaf loves the Dark Lord. <laughs> That's Jump another fun fact. Jump Loaf's eyes are red because it has seen the devil. There you go. <laughs> it has made a deal with the Dark Lord to be cute and viable competitively. <laughs> um, Jump Loaf, uh, it's spore animation. Or just any any animation that involves putting spores upon the wind is glitched in Pokemon Coliseum. Um, it's the uh, the shadows of the spores actually. Oh, okay. So they themselves look fine, but if you look at the the ground where the shadow of the spore is, it's just like a it's sort of a a square on the ground that's rotating and always trying to face the camera. And that's uh, weird. Yeah, the, it, it, once you notice it, you can't unnotice it, um, but it only happens in Pokemon Coliseum. Hmm. Um, Shadow of the Spore. Yeah, they fi <laughs> they fixed it in XD Gale of Darkness. So yeah, thank God, the perfect Pokemon game. It's so good. I found the box for mine the other day, but I still can't find the actual disc. So it's somewhere at my parents' house. But that's that's a fun playthrough. Yeah, I, it's one of the, th the, the biggest regrets that I have in life are, um, not loving enough. Um, and, uh, you know, stuff like that, but also selling Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Why did I do that? I was such an idiot. We all do it. I We've sold my PS3 so I could buy cool clothes for my senior year of high school. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break out and I'm gonna be different. And man, I, I miss my PS3, even <laughs> though like it's probably gonna be in a box at this point. But I just, I want it. I'd still, but you're very cool. I'd still be keeping very it cool. uh, safe for you if it was still around. So no worries. Yeah, I... but I. I I missed out on some games, you know? I missed out on some PS3 games. Like, I didn't get to ever play Demon's Souls or, or Heavy Rain or any of those games, which they all made remakes for on other systems. But, um, you know, I just... Uh, the uh, the cardigans from Urban Outfitters were not worth it. Yeah. I sold my purple 3DS. Like, such a dumbass. That was my favorite 3DS. That's That's where I put all of my x and y hours on and i freaking sold it because i'm like i need an xl and it wasn't even that much bigger <laughs> like the screen yeah i replaced my 3ds too and i actually like i had gotten the original 3ds like when it first came out i don't know if anybody remembers but it was a lot more expensive yep and we got the uh whatever I feel like, like we were we saw each other in line at the gamestop the day the night it came out I think so. Um, I I was really excited, and then the only game that they had out really was like Rayman, which was like an N sixty four game that they tried to make three D, and it just it wasn't very good. But as a result, Nintendo kind of apologized, and um, they gave us uh, these ambassador like certificates, yep. and then you had these like Game Boy Advance uh, emulator games that you could download and play, which like they never released on the three DS like later on which seemed weird to me 
Yeah, um, like the Fire Emblem Sacred Stones. Yeah, and I had those all on my 3DS, and now they're just gone because I got a new 3DS, and it didn't carry mm-hmm. over. So. Yep. My still, yeah, but uh, yeah, the only games that I remember that actually mattered, it was like Rayman. There was like Steel Divers. It was like a submarine game, and mm-hmm. it made me get Street Fighter. Okay, that was my the launch game I got Street Fighter, but it was still like, you know, yeah, it's like what's going on here, Nintendo? Yeah. Isn't there uh today? Didn't we hear there are some rumors for a new Nintendo console in twenty twenty four? There are some heavy, heavy rumors coming out. Yeah, there's it's, already a uh, dev kit out for it. Damn. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo has kind of talked about it a little bit because I know recently I think they confirmed that they're using the same profile system for the like next gen mm-hmm. so that way hopefully you don't have to like uh or you can like hopefully re-download your old games that would like, be very nice <laughs> i think that would make the most sense if they made a new system and said you can't play your switch games on it i think that would be a, yeah a i mean switch foot. has been around now for way too long it's been such a significant amount of time and so many significant titles on the system for them to just be like, yeah, sorry. Whoa, whoa, just whoa, be... whoa. This is Nintendo. Yeah. They have to sell us Mario Kart 8 again, again. on a new console. Yeah. That is true. I Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Me. Deluxe. And I probably think... wouldn't buy a new console anytime soon if that were to happen. I would probably buy it right away if I could do it backwards compatible. Yeah. If it was backwards compatible, then sure. Everything has to be backwards compatible from now on, or else yeah. I'm going to throw a hissy fit. Because I, I buy only it. buy a couple of video games per year at this point. Right. Imagine, just the ones like, that matter. We're all thankful because we have you to go to Nintendo and be like, hey, hey. I don't know. Don't I mean, you this know next, it. <laughs> the next console has to like blow the Switch out of the water because the Switch is just such an ideal console. It's handheld. You can put it on the TV. It's just. I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm so happy with it. I'm that so I'm surprised like, at how often I do play it handheld and yeah. docked. Like, it, right. it's just It's very really cool. 50-50 for me. Yeah. Great system. Yeah. Great system, great times, great friends. Great Pokemon. Yeah. Great Pokemon. Um, what great else? Great cards. We can do cards if everyone else is okay with the uh, facts we have shared i think we've done it all all right then it is time for the trading card game where steven peter and dave are going to guess how many cards that hop it uh skip loom and jump bluff man i can't even say that three times slow (laughs) will appear on in the tcg all right so how many cards do we think hop hip appears on 16 14. 13. Hey, Dave got it right in the money. We have 13 Hot Pip cards. Heck yeah. All right, skipping it on to (laughs) Skip Loom. (laughs) 12. I'm going to stick with 13. Uh, I guess I'll go 11. 
All right, Peter got it right in the money. Steven, you're always just so close, man. Ugh. Ugh, All right. Skin of my teeth. Look, you got this next time, Steven. I'm leaving you. That's the first card victory I've had in a very long time. You know, it would be so cool if the three of you each won a single Pokemon. How cool would that be? All right, Steven, I'm rooting for you, man. Okay, so we have 13. We have 11, and Jump Bluff has... 14? 12. 13. Oh, Steven, you're so Damn close. It. But Peter, again, right on the money. 12. Yeah. Jump off cards. Oh, wow. A healthy amount for these guys, I think. Yeah, it's not so even. bad. It's not the most, but it's also not the least. There have definitely yeah. been some Pokemon that have had way less. Like surprisingly Whoa. less. Who died? I don't know. I just heard a big noise. <laughs> it was it was unfortunately Chainsaw wanted to be part of the episode. So oh well, welcome Chainsaw. It's about time for actually Chainsaw, get out of here. We're about to talk about adult things. <laughs> we have yeah, and he can't and he can't participate will. in adult things because he doesn't have any d- adult genitals. Yeah, <laughs> adult genitals. I don't think that's baby. how it works. He doesn't have. Any, I can't wait till my adult penis grows in. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't fuck. <laughs> I guess maybe he can. I, he just can't ejaculate. Regardless, it's not what we're we're playing the game. Who are you gonna fuck? Where I will list four Pokemon. Uh, you will tell me which of these, if bred with our Pokemon we have been discussing, which is the Hopip Evolution line, will not produce an egg. Um, theme of this one is just little guys. <laughs> just little guys. They're just little guys. That's it. Just little guys. Uh, little guy number one. So I'll just go through our list of these four Pokemon. So we have Rowlet, Swirlix, Oddish, and Smoliv. Smoliv is like the definitive just a little guy. Little guy. Just a little guy. He's one of my favorite Pokemon now. He's a very little guy. I had to look up Swirlix. Yeah, who the f- Swirlick is just out. a weird motherfucker, and I thought he had some tongue like... sticking out with the swirly yeah. eyes. Oh sticking yeah, out, and it evolves into like a, a dog with a cherry on top of its head. Yeah, right? I thought it yeah, had yeah. some like jump fluff and or, or like uh, skip loom energy. Oh, definitely. Uh, what were they all again? Just because I was so stuck on Swirlix. Rowlet, Swirlix, Oddish, and Smoliv. Okay, cool. Uh, I mean. Hmm. Somebody else go first. This I'm just is hard. I'm having trouble. Mm, I don't think it's Swirlix. I think it's Smoliv. Then I'm going to say Rowlet. Peter? Yeah? Did you say one already? I said Swirlix. I'm Swirlix. sorry. Oh, you said Swirlix. Yeah. Uh, Steven. Oh! So, really? Rowlet's yeah. not in the grass group? So, strangely enough, Rowlet is a grass flying Pokemon. Uh-huh. But is only in the flying ink group. Oh. And uh, our little Hoppip is a grass flying Pokemon that is not in the flying ink group. It is actually a fairy and grass egg group. And that's, that's where Swirlix fits in. I had a feeling Swirlix was gonna like, yeah. 
Swirlix you put Swirlix the... in there because it was like, oh, that's because Hopip is in a weird egg group. I also did this at the very, like, right before we started recording, because I was like, oh, shit, I forgot, but... All right, I, I threw it out there. It was a tough one, and uh, Steven, congratulations on your little win. Yeah. So well, everyone I mean, won something this episode. Yeah. Yeah, we're all winners here. Yeah. I didn't win anything actually. But that's all right. <laughs> and we learned that well, owls can't have sex with roots and dandelions. Yeah. Well, they can. They're just not going to have a baby. That's right. Sarah, we're very sex positive here. You hear that, sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, statistically, you have less chances to win than any of us. So. That's true. We need to get more game shows on here. Oh, that's all right. Uh, here's a good game show. Here's a fun fact. Do you guys know that Jackie Chan played Splinter in the Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie that I saw last night? And it was really good. Yeah. yeah I, I highly that. recommend it. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Currently, it is a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Very good. When Steven and I were in Holland, we played the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh... The beat 'em up game, yeah. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's it's a great multiplayer game. Yeah, we liked it a lot. Um, this was a, a thick sode. It was a thick, a thick chode of a sode. Chode of a sode. I like it. Um, uh, well, it's a good Pokemon. Yeah, and we had I'm lots glad we to could say. Give it all the love it deserves. Right. Yeah. Um, you can find us on social media. Uh, Instagram, TikTok. Um, you can thank Carl for our theme song, and you can thank your butt for farting. Farting. farting.